Greetings and welcome to On Frame, a conversation about arts with host Alejandro. You are listening to CFCR 90.5 FM in Saskatoon or streaming live around the world on cfcr.ca. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, or can listen to past episodes on iTunes. Our guest for tonight is Linda Moskalik. Welcome to the program. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Linda is an international artist that uh, spent half of her time in Costa Rica and half of her time in her homeland in Saskatchewan, in Saskatoon, Canada. I would like you to share with the audience, how did you become an artist? I think that's something that just came about gradually. I actually was an arborist uh, working for the city of Saskatoon, uh, working with trees. But I've always painted and drawn all my life since I was a little girl. So I just really enjoy it. And I started drawing more and more and more and painting. Um, I got serious about doing watercolors first and started taking lessons. And that kind of grew. And then I joined some artist groups and began showing my work. And it just kind of kept growing from there. You have some mentors or, or important artists in the city that were your, your sort of teachers. Do you want to mention who, who just guide you through the process of becoming an artist in a serious way? I don't know. Um, actually, I, I t started out just taking some classes through the city of Saskatoon. Then I took a few at the university with various teachers. And then I also took workshops in Calgary. So it's just been numerous people that I've taken classes from. And I think I kind of picked up little things along the way from each person. I can't say it was one particular class. I think I, I learned so much. Uh, even if I just took one thing back from each workshop I went to, I kind of developed my own style. And in fact, the, probably the last workshop I took was in Calgary, and it was a weekend workshop on collage. And I just fell in love with mixed media and started doing that. And that's primarily what I do now. If you have to describe your work, how do you describe it? And what is the process of you creating that work? It's mixed media, and it's basically paper and acrylic paint. But it's kind of a step-by-step -step process because I begin by dyeing papers. So I uh, use a fluid acrylic paint, and I dye papers with that. And then I take the papers, and some of them I leave as they are, but some of them I actually decorate with um, stamps, um, just all kinds of methods, spattering, just whatever. Sometimes I've used the bottom of boxes that were wrinkled or whatever has texture in it that makes a, an a interesting design. You also include some uh, objects found in, in nature. Yes, I do. Once I'm done with the papers, I, well, I do my drawing on the canvas, and then I add the paper on top of the drawing, and then I paint on top of the paper. And then after all of that, I also include things that I've found out in the forest. Usually when we're out hiking, I'll find things like skeletonized leaves, different kinds of seeds that I can kind of flatten to put on the paper, grasses, kinds of things like that. Anything that's interesting and has some texture and represents the forest. My favorite colors, uh, I use a lot of ultramarine blue, titanium white, um, quinacridone gold, some phthalo greens, 
Uh, I, I don't use a lot of colors. Those are kind of my main ones. Um, also, iron oxide red. Most of the themes of your work relate to nature. Well, it started out, uh, I started out painting trees because I was an arborist. So, of course, that's my interest. And I know trees. So it was easy for me to draw them. Now, my husband and I manage a nature reserve down in Costa Rica for part of the year. And so being down there has really opened my eyes to environmental issues and the importance of conservation of forests. And so my work has just um, kind of grown just being down there and I've opened my own studio down there as well. We get lots of tourists, we get researchers and volunteers. So I get many people coming to my art studio. So I kind of use my art now to represent conservation of forests and to be able to talk about it and get conversations going when people come to visit my studio. What would be the challenges to be an environmentalist and an artist, if any? I don't know if there's challenges. I, I actually see it as an opportunity because it's a way for me to um, talk to people. And I think art um, always represents hope and just a way of getting people to understand an issue. So through my art, I hope I can do this. I've also added climate change now uh, to my repertoire as far as um, my paintings go. And this came about last year. My husband and I went to Toronto and we took the climate reality uh, training with Al Gore because we wanted to know more about climate change because it seems to be a big issue these days. So we learned about it, and now we do presentations at our nature reserve in Costa Rica, as well as here in Saskatoon. And so naturally, I incorporated it into my art. And um, so I've got uh, art that is represented, uh, climate change is represented in my art. How is to work into different places that seems different? Yeah, it is different. In Costa Rica, of course, I'm very fortunate to be able to just paint outside every day. Uh, I have a lovely studio uh, with a deck, and I paint out on the deck always. I never paint inside. And of course, here, although I'm here in the summer months, I used to always paint indoors uh, in my house. But after being used to painting outside, I've decided to move my painting area out into my garage. So I open the big garage doors, and at least I still feel like I'm painting outdoors when I'm working. Do you feel that your work changes in the two different places? Still do the mixed media in both places. Right now I'm trying to concentrate when I'm in Saskatoon on working on prairie forests and the boreal forest, prairie trees, which could be just a big single old poplar tree out in the middle of the prairies, where in Costa Rica, I'm thinking about the forests and, and the tropical forests, the rainforests there. But basically, no, I kind of stick to the same themes. I also want to do some climate change paintings here in Saskatoon uh, as well. So I seem to be able to bring it with me and continue on, maybe just change a few things. Have you start a painting in Costa Rica and then you have finished it here? Yes, I, I just, I don't want to lug my paintings back and forth. In fact, I, I did that for one art exhibition and that was a lot of work and it was expensive. So uh, now I do whatever paintings I'm doing there, I leave them there and I start new ones when I come to Saskatoon.
the work that you exhibit in, in Canada is different than the work that you see, the body of work, I mean, not the themes, uh, but uh, the paintings, the object itself are different from the ones that you show in Costa Rica? Well, um, in 2012, I had an exhibition at the National Gallery in San Jose, uh, in Costa Rica, and it was called Portraits of Survivors. And I painted the big old trees from the rainforest that had not been cut down during deforestation. And when, when you're out there hiking, you'll see these giant trees that loom up above the rest of the forest. And that's because the forest is a secondary forest that is coming back after deforestation. And the trees that were left, I don't know why, there was the odd one here and there that they didn't cut down. So I started painting those. And they represented what could have been and what will be again once the, the new forests have recovered. And so that became my whole exhibition. It was called Portraits of Survivors. And I had the exhibition in San Jose and then I shipped all the paintings to Saskatchewan, and I had two more exhibitions, one in Regina and one in Saskatoon. So in that case, I did take my body of work and bring it to Canada. But like I said, it was a lot of work and expensive. So Did, did you have any issues in, in the border bringing the paintings from Costa Rica? I didn't. Um, I shipped uh, quite a few of them just by mail, and then some I just brought in a big case uh, on the airplane, and I had no issues, but... I'm not too sure if that was just luck or <laughs> <laughs> yeah I have to, I have heard some some cases that they they want to charge taxes on on some of this work that is coming to Canada or work that is living unless you have a sort of a license or or a country of origin document hmm. that you can get it through Carfax if it were painted in a different country you mean yes okay yeah I'm not too sure I didn't have any problems with that. That was great. That's great. <laughs> yeah. And so this year I did have another exhibition uh, in San Jose at the National Gallery. And that one was about climate change. And it was an exhibition that I did with a uh, Costa Rican artist. So we had that together. He was also very concerned about climate change. And so it was really nice being able to have an exhibition with him. How was it to work with him? It was good. Uh, he, like I said, he had the same uh, issues about climate change. He wanted to get uh, the word out there. And he had met me. He had come up to my art studio one day and we got talking. And we decided, since we were both interested in that subject, that we would have an exhibition together. And um, it went really well. When you planned the exhibition, uh, was it a, an organic growth of the of the exhibition, or or you curated each other what what could go together? How what was the process for for that exhibition? Well, he saw what I was doing, and then he invited me to his studio, so I got to see some of the things that he had done, some of the paintings, and he also did a few sculptures for the exhibition as well. So we just uh, both liked each other's work and felt that it was the same theme and it would be fine together. So we had it uh, in March, and now we've also been asked by the French um, embassy um, if we can have another exhibition for them next year. So we're working towards that. So that means that as a Canadian having an exhibition in, in Costa Rica, that's very fortunate that you you could do that and sort of express about the climate change and environmental in two different countries. Yeah. But what I find it more interesting is that you open opportunities for yourself 
with your work and that's always exciting it is it is and it seems like it always grows and i think sometimes it grows just from listening to other people and from comments people make and i wasn't sure like doing climate change paintings what i do is incorporate well the one painting that i did for an example is i did a big painting of um, a map of the world and then i incorporated pieces of paper in there that I'd ripped out of magazines that said things about climate change. They were, you know, either a title or something like Rising Seas, um, things like that. And I incorporated, incorporated them into the map of the world. And then you, know, you kind of think, you know, I don't know if I'll ever sell this, but if not, I'll just keep it in my studio. But before I was even done it, um, it this was in my studio in Costa Rica, some German tourists came along and they looked at it and they talked to me about climate change and then they went on their hike because we have lots of hiking trails out there. And then they came back from their hike and came back to my studio and they bought it. So the map that I painted incorporated different uh, pieces of paper in it from magazines that I had read about climate change. So there was things in there like rising seas and I would just tear out little things like that and incorporate them into the painting. Um, a couple German tourists stopped at my studio and saw the painting and we discussed climate change, which I always try to do. I try to talk to them about environmental issues when they're in my studio. Then they went on their hike because we have lots of nice hiking trails out there on the reserve. And then they came back to my studio, although I told them that I had to keep it uh, for the upcoming exhibition. They said that was fine. And then after I thought, you know, I, I always paint because I, I, have, I want a message to um, put out there. But at the same time, I hope people will see something beautiful in the painting as well and want to hang it in their home. And hopefully the message will then go with them and spread that way. And so when I did one like that, I thought, okay, I guess putting little messages in there is still something people would be happy to hang in their homes. So it's something I usually do. So what kind of messages, what uh, do you remember any of the thoughts or the quotes that, that you incorporate? Uh, or you create your own sometimes? Sometimes I create my own, but sometimes I'll find one that I really like. Um, there's one that I have, it's to plant trees is to give body and life to one's dreams of a better world. And I've got that in a few of them. And we do lots of tree planting out there. And if other artists are interested in coming down to Costa Rica, our nature reserve, which is the Cloud Bridge Nature Reserve, uh, encourages artists to come down and do a residency down there and work on a project that they may be interested in. So it's something to think about. You also start in a colony in Costa Rica. That's how you got there for the first time, was it? Yes, I saw an ad for the David and Julia White artist colony in Costa Rica. And I thought, oh, that sounds great. It was so intriguing. So I uh, applied and got a residency there. And uh, spent. you get to work on your own project. And there's, you meet so many other artists there, and not just painters. There was people from the theater, musicians, painters. It was great. It was just a really fun place to go down and do some work. So that really changed the way of, of you thinking of art and becoming a, a, an artist full time, eh? It was. It, it made you realize that there's so much out there. And just to go out and experience art in another country 
it just opens your eyes to all the opportunities that are out there. So you mentioned the the exhibitions in the National Gallery. What is the the process to get an exhibition in Costa Rica? Different? If there's mm. any difference than than here, or the process is uh, similar? Is it easier? Is it not? I think. Well, we had to fill out an application, so we had to send in our CVs and information about our work. Yeah, it was just an application process, basically. The first time, it was it was just it was different management both times that I uh, applied at that gallery. But yeah, basically it's the application process. Who do you use for references in 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 Costa Rica? It's just based on your CV and the work that they see in in the images that you present and the themes. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I didn't. I don't think I used references because I didn't really have any Costa Rican references. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, I think I referenced uh, where we work out of the Cloudbridge Nature Reserve, so they could look that up and see what we do. What else inform your work? Um, well, like I said, I started out with watercolor, and I did a lot of that. And um, I also teach art classes, and I would say watercolor is my favorite thing to teach. But I've also been working in portraits lately, uh, which is kind of fun. I've never done that before and quite enjoyed it. So I didn't actually know how... A portrait in collage would turn out but it, um, I really like them other than I did myself too I did a self-portrait <laughs> I'm not sure if I like it or not I can't make up my mind I think it's just hard to do a self-portrait in general well you're revealing a lot about yourself somehow yeah or you're looking at yourself and thinking no oh, I don't know if that's what I look like <laughs> so would you are you interested in doing more portraiture using collage and in the future Yeah, I think I still, I will do some more. I, it's a nice diversion from the trees and the forests and, you know, the conservation painting that I do. So I probably will. That's interesting. What, um, in Saskatoon, do you want to, this is your opportunity to have ad advertise <laughs> where, where do you have your classes and where they can find you? Well, I do teach a few classes here in Saskatoon. Um, But I, I don't really advertise a lot. I've got it on my website, and if people are interested, they can contact me that way. Um, I try to, I don't do a lot of uh, teaching here. I try to limit it because it's summer and there's just so much to do. And besides painting and volunteering and doing other things around the city and spending time with family, I just don't have a lot of time for classes. But So I don't advertise, but if people contact me, we usually set something up and I get a few classes going. So what is the email where they can find you? It's um, Linda at gmail.com. And you can get that off my website, which is prairieartist.com. You have some future projects on, on, your, on your agenda. If you want to reiterate... Uh, which uh, you mentioned the exhibition in France and then you're working on portraiture. Uh, anything else that, that you are very interested or intrigued to experiment and work on for, 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 for the future? Well, I do want to have another exhibition here in Saskatoon because I haven't had one since 2012. So I have been working on some paintings at home. I'll slowly build those up and hopefully have one here as soon as I get enough together. Recently, the MBA have been cut funds, and I know that uh, that was a great place for artists uh, like yourself to exhibit uh, the work that you do. Do you have any thoughts about this? I was disappointed when I heard that. Uh, yes, I have had several exhibitions in their little gallery downstairs. It just, it really 
fit with my theme of environmental art and so I, I enjoyed having them down there and got so much feedback from Saskatoon residents. I was amazed how many people actually stopped down there in that little gallery. So yes, I sure hope that maybe someday the funding will be uh, returned and they'll be able to open it up again. I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's a very intimate space that sadly for artists, they're gonna, there's not many places in town that you can exhibit your work and you get uh, most of the profits of your sales. And, and it's unfortunate, but uh, again, we hope that there will be other opportunities. Have you considered other venues for exhibiting your work, like the public library and, and any of the gallery or the Remy Modern? I'd love to go uh, have an exhibition in the Remy Modern someday. That would be really nice. I'm looking forward to when it opens to see what the space is like. The space is large enough that can hold some of your large format paintings. That'd be great. Or even to have a, a joint show with some other artists would be a, a great opportunity there. Any last thoughts that you want to share with your community here in Saskatoon? Any words of wisdom? Any words <laughs> of encouragement? You took a journey, a big adventure, and took a leap of hope. You have committed to a profession that is it sometimes can be difficult to make a living and, and support oneself with it. And you have had the courage to just uh, leave a regular paid job that you nurtured for many years and then just jump. Yeah, that was kind of scary, but... Um, but you did it. But I did it, and it's working out very well, especially for my art. It's given me so much more time to do what I love to do. And yeah, you're not probably going to get rich on it, but it's just, it's very fulfilling. I love it. And I just think, especially where I'm painting, I'm in touch with so many people from all over the world that come there, students, volunteers. And I just think if you are out there volunteering or traveling, take the time to check out art studios in different countries and art galleries. It's just amazing what you'll find. I know tourists come up to our nature reserve to hike and they always say to me we're so surprised to find an art studio in the middle of the rainforest and you know they say what a nice surprise it is and it's just kind of fun so you never know what you'll find out there when it's when it comes to art i have one last question that has been uh, poking in my head <laughs> a rainforest i know how what is to live in a rainforest because i i have lived in one with all these ideas of conservation of art and what's not how do you manage that your paintings don't get moldy so quickly sometimes? Yeah, I, I know that is a problem uh, for some artists down there. But I think I keep my paintings, I paint outside, but then I keep them indoors with, the, with everything closed um, when I'm not working. And it, they seem to be okay, not too bad. There's a spray that you can get to put on the back of them as well that seems to help protect them. As long as they're kept hanging where they're in open air, they don't seem to get moldy. But I know that is a problem, but I think it's more of a problem down near the beaches where it's really hot and humid. We're up in the mountains. I think it's not quite as humid up there as it is down below. So I haven't had too much problem with that. With that last thought, I am very grateful 
that you make time and, and took some of your took you out of the studio to come to talk to us and and share with your other colleagues here in in the city a city that is growing a lot and a lot of people are are just stepping into the into the art scenario people like you that uh, were in other businesses or industries that just have choose to have a career in art and that's very 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 promising it is and i think saskatoon has so many artists and it's a creative city you know music painting theater and it's just it's a great place to be well thank you for coming and i look forward to see your next exhibitions again linda moskalik if you want to repeat your website and and your email please all right My website is prairieartist.com and my email is muscalic, M-O-S-K-A-L-Y-K dot linda at gmail.com. And I also have a Facebook page. I think it's Art by Linda Muscalic. Thank you very much and have a great evening. Thanks. Thank you for listening to On Frame Radio, conversations about art in Saskatoon on CFCR 90.5 FM in Saskatoon or streaming live around the world on cfcr.ca. If you really like the show, please drop you a note on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, share a photo or a comment. You can also listen to old episodes on iTunes, On Frame Radio. Have a good evening. This is your host, Alejandro. <laughs>